Why do runners quit? Well, two reasons. Today we're going to discuss what they are and how to avoid them. But first, who cares why runners quit? As a physio, I've been helping injured runners get back to training for almost 20 years now. Whenever I meet an injured runner for the first time, I get them to tell me all about their injury and then I ask them, why do you run? The vast majority of runners respond with something like, it's my me time or it helps me with my stress or as one of my athletes put it, it makes me feel like my brain got sucked out by a vacuum. In short, mental health. Most runners run because it helps them with their mental health. Me too. The second most common reason I hear from people is that running helps them stay healthy. This is particularly common in the over 30 crowd. I played soccer every day for like the first 20 years of my life. Well, once I could walk. Once I hit my 20s and started working though, it got harder and harder to stick to the rigid schedule of a team. Since I got married and had a kid, it got even harder still. So like many people in my late 20s, I gravitated towards running mostly out of convenience. I can run whenever I want, for as long as I want. I don't need equipment or facilities. I don't need other players and it's free. In short, it's the perfect form of exercise for busy people. That's one of the main reasons running has exploded in popularity over the last 50 years. The third most common reason people give me for why they run is that they want to set a good example for their kids. Now, we all know that kids don't care what you say. They watch what you do. Unfortunately, while most parents will support their kids to play in millions of different sports, they often unwittingly communicate that exercise is something you only do when you're a kid. I don't want to model that for my kids, and I'm sure you don't either. The way I see it, running allows us to pass on the gift of generational health. So the most common reason that runners give for why they run are mental health, physical health, and to set a good example for their kids. Now, these are all good reasons. So why do runners quit? In my experience, there are two primary reasons that runners quit. One is life, and the second is injury. The most common reason that people quit running is simply that life gets in the way. A new job, having a baby, starting a business, moving house, family illness. These are all pretty big things, but it's often far more trivial. Even regular things like summer vacations or Christmas can ruin a good running habit. The next most common reason for runners to quit is injury. Running injuries are notoriously stubborn and very poorly managed by typical healthcare. For many of the most common running injuries like runner's knee, Achilles tendonitis, or knee arthritis, the recurrence rate is alarmingly high. Most runners will continue to suffer from these problems for years. I've heard versions of this story hundreds of times. So the knee pain stopped me running. I tried physio, which made it hurt less, but I still couldn't run as much as I wanted. They did an MRI. That didn't show much. They gave me some injections, and that didn't help. After about 18 months of this, I still had pain when I ran. I quit because I didn't want to do more damage. I think of life and injury knocking us off running like wrecking balls. You're cruising along on track with your health and fitness and then whack, a wrecking ball comes in, knocks you off track for a few weeks. You never really decided to quit running. You just look up one day and realize it's been like six months since your last run. Whether the wrecking balls come from life or injury, one thing is certain, they will keep coming. But who cares if runners quit? As I said earlier, the main reason that runners run is to preserve their mental and physical health and to set a good example for their kids. Now, have you ever suffered from anxiety or depression? Or do you know someone close to you who has? What about obesity, diabetes, heart disease, stroke, even certain cancers? All of these are related to low physical activity levels. 
If you don't have these problems, I bet you know a bunch of people who do. I certainly do. Low physical activity levels is a leading risk factor for all-cause mortality. The others are high blood pressure, smoking, diabetes, and obesity. One in two adults don't meet the minimum requirements for physical activity. Now, we all like to complain about our overrun hospitals and doctor's offices, but we also know that many of the people filling up our hospitals and clinics have chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, obesities. These are directly tied to lifestyle choices, meaning a bad diet and lack of physical activity. And if runners choose running because it's the most convenient option given their busy lives, what do you think they do when they quit? Exactly, they don't do anything. Running is a linchpin for most of us. It helps us hold together our physical and mental health. It allows us to show our kids how to do the same. It's incredibly important. Now, hopefully that is enough to convince you not to quit, but I know what you're thinking. That won't happen to me. Well, when I worked as a physio in a clinic, I would ask everyone who came in what they did for exercise. With the people over 50, the most common answer actually was, well, I don't really do any real exercise, but you know, I'm, I'm very active. They would then follow this up with, I used to run, but then, or I used to play hockey, but then, and then they would insert whatever wrecking ball stopped them doing those things. But the fact is, walking and standing and generally moving around are not enough to keep you healthy and they don't qualify as active. The guidance for most of the major health institutions in the developed world is roughly the same. You need to be out of breath for about two and a half hours a week and you need to be lifting weights two or three times a week. That's the minimum required to avoid unnecessary ill health as you age. If you're listening to this, you're probably meeting the cardio requirement, but very few runners I know are lifting weights two or three times a week. All of those people I met in the clinic who'd stopped running or working out or whatever it was never really decided to stop. They got hit by one of those wrecking balls and before they knew it, they looked up and 10 years had passed. Statistically speaking, most of you guys listening to this will quit running at some point. So let's talk about how we can avoid that. Like I said, I've been a physio for 20 years and I've had the privilege to meet many extraordinary people who are still running hard and hitting their gym in their 70s, 80s, and even their 90s. That's what I want and that's what I want for you. Based on my own experience and talking with these outliers, I've identified three recommendations to help you not quit running. Number one, know your why. When I ask runners why they run, they're always confused. They never really thought about it before. I want you to think about it now. Why do you run? Go deep. When you come up with an answer, ask, why is that important to me? When you have an answer for that, ask again, why is that important to me? Keep going until you come up with an answer that evokes a strong emotion and then write it down. You should be able to answer this question instantly. Why do you run? Number two, expect the wrecking balls. Life will keep hitting you with wrecking balls. Probably one or two every year. Some of them will be small, like summer vacations or your kids starting piano lessons. Some will be massive, like you or someone you care about getting really sick. You will get injured, probably every year or two. Again, some will be small injuries that you can adapt your training around. Others will be massive and require weeks or even months of rehab. 
the wrecking balls will knock you off track with your running and fitness. Expect it and plan for it. Number three, get support. Your spouse, your kids, your family, your in-laws, your friends, your co-workers, your running club, your coach, shameless plug there. These are the people that will help you get back on track when the wrecking balls come. Surround yourself with runners and other active people. They will influence you and keep health and fitness top of mind. Running may seem like a fairly trivial hobby to an outsider, but we know how important it is. If you're thinking about quitting running for any reason, just take the time to really understand the applications. Whatever the reason is, we might be able to help. If you want to talk to us, just click the link in the description to book a free call.